And Murray Olds is with us. Happy New Year, mate. Uh, compulsory testing for arrivals from China. Yes, good morning to you, buddy, and uh, Happy New Year to you and listeners. Uh, and that is true. There's been an about-face from the federal government uh, over here. Arrivals from China, Hong Kong and Macau uh, will now have to produce a negative test result to COVID, or they won't be allowed to fly from those three destinations. This new imposition arrives on Thursday this week. It was only last week the government said that Australia would not be following the lead of the United States, Britain, a swag of other countries. Uh, at the time, the loudest voices for allowing Chinese tourists and students to come in without a COVID test were from the education and tourism and aviation sectors. And now the Federal Health Minister, Mark Butler, has come out and said, well, the positions change because there's a huge wave of COVID infections in China. Uh, it looks like pick a number and, you know, treble it because, of course, it's all opaque, all the information coming out of China. We don't know how many people are crook or how many people are being tested, how many people are dying. Uh, plus, there's a potential, says Butler, for new variants. Now, the uh, critics of the original decision um, have now belted the government. Uh, it's still not clear if travellers will either have a rat test or a PCR. And in any event, you know, um, we can't really trust China. Um, th that seems to be the broad view over here. Education is Australia's uh, $40 billion industry, and China is the biggest contributor to that. Um, you know, higher education, university education in this country is worth $40 billion, quarter of a million jobs. And the Chinese pay a huge chunk of change to come here and get their degrees. The Business Council of Australia, Tim's far from impressed, says, oh, we can't overreact, we can't overreact. I think a lot of people are saying to the government, well, you got the bloody decision wrong last week, about time you fixed it. OK. Uh, climate change, uh, the Minister flagging changes to the rules there. Well, that's right. He's been in the job for six months since May. And he's finally acknowledged the bleeding obvious. He says it's climate change. After six months, he says uh, uh, that uh, the changing climate is changing the way that we have to deal with natural disasters over here because the frequency and severity of these natural disasters is off the graphs, uh, breaking all sorts of records, as you know, with uh, the intensity of fires and the, the savagery of the flooding we've seen in Australia. Uh, yeah. Now... How are we going to change it? We're not uh, the rules. We're not sure. One thing he's looking at, though, is banning building on floodplains, which we've done ever since European settlement here, because of course floodplains have got the lovely water frontage. Well, sadly, that's all underwater now, particularly as it's coming down the Murray River here in South Australia. Uh, we've had massive floods right throughout last year: northern New South Wales, southern Queensland, western New South Wales, Victoria, Melbourne. As I say, the Murray disaster now. So. What's going to come out of this? We're not sure, but he's, uh, he is flagging a changing of the rules. The trouble is, of course, local government and state government get their grubby little bulls all over housing developments and they start charging like wounded bulls for taxes. And uh, they will be very reluctant to forego that revenue stream, I can assure you. I'm sure they will. Murray Olds, our correspondent in Australia.